For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Syracuse defensive back Garrett Williams earned freshman All-American honors as well as All-ACC recognition in 2020. Williams also had 64 tackles, two interceptions, and 12 passes defensed last season for the Orange. On today's episode and our very first 2022 prospect interview, Williams spoke to to Ryan Roberts about his path from Syracuse to eventually the NFL. Before we get to that interview, folks, I want to tell you about BetOnline. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds that you need. It is the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to their website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now let's get to that interview with Garrett Williams. Welcome, everybody, to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast interview. I'm Ryan Roberts, Rise and Drift on Twitter, bringing you everything and anything that you need to know for the 2021 NFL Draft and beyond. I have a future draft selection here with me tonight, uh, a young man that now that the draft cycle for 2021 is kind of you know nearing the end here, we're almost to draft day for some talented Syracuse defensive backs specifically. I want to talk about the next guy up because I watched Ifatu Melifonwu's film. I watched Andre Sisko. I watched Troy Williams, all very talented football players. All are going to get drafted. Probably all three are going to get drafted very early as well. First, probably two or three rounds. And I must say, I'm watching it. And, you know, players always catch your eye, right? But the corner on the other side of Melifonwu, like, who was 14? I just keep asking myself, who was 14? Who was 14? Look him up. Redshirt freshman, got Garrett Williams with me today, number 14, if you have not checked out his film yet for Syracuse. Garrett, and welcoming you in, man. Really appreciate you just taking a few minutes with us tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. So I want to kind of start this in a little bit of a journey. I want to take you back to Hickory Ridge High School real quick. You're out of North Carolina originally. Talk to me a little bit about the recruiting process, why Syracuse? What about the Orange was for you the best fit overall? Um, I didn't get start getting scholarship offers till after my uh, junior season of high school. Uh, you know, I had a couple, you know, started mid majors in the FCS, then you know UNC Charlotte, App State, ECU, then Maryland, West Virginia, and then Syracuse offered as well. And the biggest thing for us, Syracuse, that I saw was I had a plan in mind. And that I probably wanted to register the year because I was very skinny when I came out of high school. And then with Syracuse as well, knowing that they had, I really only knew about Cisco and Trell at the time, but knowing having two guys like that who are going to go to the NFL. And if I could be around them, do what I do after redshirting that year, I could put myself in a position to be the next guy up. And then I obviously help having a guy like Iffy as well, you know, showing me ropes the whole time. 
Yeah, now, and I definitely want to get into those relationships with those guys, but you mentioned that red shirt year. Wanted to ask about that. Obviously, it's a little different now with the four-game rule where players that was implemented a couple years ago where guys don't lose their eligibility. I think you played in a couple games. For you, How what was that red shirt uh, season like for you, and how much do you think that that really helped you acclimate, not only to you know fill out the frame, but just to get ready for that speed that you're going to see over there? Oh, it did. It did so much for me just from the mental aspect of it. Because uh, when I came into college, I didn't really understand coverages, schemes, and like why to play certain coverages. And that redshirt year, just learning from, because we had a, a lot of guys in our room who were seniors, older guys who had experience. Um, they taught me a lot of things about understanding down and distance, formations, and everything from that sort. And knowing when big players are coming from the offense, and it just it really helped me out a lot. And I know uh, Coach Babers, obviously, with the uh, offense that he runs, you're putting in practice. Those corners are out on an island, you know, with that spread system he runs. Has to be a lot of fun, though. I know I actually coached against Taj Harris, who's a star receiver, obviously, for Syracuse. Playing against a lot of talented receivers, playing against an offense every day in practice that throws the ball so much has to, in theory, for me anyway, has to really be able to prepare you also for that for that uh, challenge every Saturday. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, especially guarding a guy like Taj, who mm-hmm. super athletic, can really do run any route, super fast, length, everything really prepared me for the season. Because, you know, I personally feel like he was the hardest person I had to guard all season. You know, I have to guard him every day in practice. You know, we start spring ball coming up, so I have to guard him every day in spring ball. So he's only making me better every day. And just to kind of put the accolades out there, Garrett was a freshman All-American and an All-ACC honorable mention this past season, led the ACC in passes defended with 12 and was seventh nationally in that category, also led the ACC with 10 pass breakups, adding a couple interceptions and 64 tackles, so was active in the run game as well. Garrett, obviously that season is fantastic, especially after the redshirt year getting acclimated, you're thrown into the fire as a starter and you come out on top as a freshman All-American, man. Just kind of relive that season and how special that was for you. Um, it was it was really special for me just because I knew how, how much work I put in just to put myself even in that position just to be able to play. And so to see things start working out and going in my favor, um, it just it really means a lot. And it just really motivates me to just keep chasing more, you know, to reach even greater heights because I feel like I had a good season this past year. But there are so many plays I left out that I can really improve and really take my game to the next level to go from an honorable mention to first team and from a freshman All-American to a consensus All-American as a whole. And what are those things, Garrett, specifically from a schematic perspective, from a technique perspective? Like, what's the next step for Garrett Williams to become that unanimous All-American? Really, truly trusting my technique every single down. Um, I had a couple plays where... I was lazy in my technique and those ended up uh, being bad plays for me. So really just consistency. Cause I know when I was focused every single play and locked in on what I had to do, you know, I felt like nobody could beat me. So it's really just cleaning up and even learning the defense more. Cause you know, that was our first year. So learning more from what I'm doing, but also learning what the linebackers are doing, the defensive line, just understanding the whole, the bigger picture, everything to really put me in a position to be successful every single, every single play of every single drive in the game. And the one thing I think that a lot of people obviously like about Melifonwu, besides for, you know, that he's a freak of nature athlete and he's long as hell, is the fact of like, you guys do play a variety of coverages. I've seen him in press. I've seen him in off. I've seen all different things, obviously with you as well. In that aspect, learning from a guy like Melifonwu 
from Cisco, like you said, from Trill, even though they play, I mean, I know Trill played a lot of nickel, you know, obviously in 2019, mm-hmm. but they're, they're safeties. And then Mel Fonda was the corner. What was it like just being able to learn from those guys and then to be able to play those variety of coverages? Um, yeah. And you know, it helped me expand just as a football player as a whole. So that way I feel like I can't be put in, put in a box as if I can only fit one scheme, you know? And then from an aspect learning from Iffy, Cisco and Trill, it, they had so much knowledge about the game and about the teams we were playing that it, they just put it all on me. And it just helped me understand, like I said, again, like the bigger picture and understanding why we should do the things we do and why we're calling certain coverages in certain uh, situations. I think the most impressive thing about the season that you had, obviously, besides for standing out in a secondary that has so much talent, is the fact of like, hey, you guys were thrown all the all the the obstacles with the COVID-19 pandemic, obviously, in the preseason. Like, hey, the ACC was firm the whole time, like we're playing football, but there were, I'm sure, times where it was like, oh, is this actually going to happen? What's right, going yeah. to Is it going to get shut down? For you, what was it like navigating that madness? And what did you do to best prepare yourself for what was an uncertain season at one point? Uh, for me, it was really just uh, sticking to the script. You know, I did a lot of stuff to prepare myself for that uh, fall camp. So as this is all going on, for me, it was just regardless of what's going on the outside, I need to prepare as if everything's going to go accordingly. So just, you know, watching my film every day, staying after practice every day. Because, even because you know, you don't want to have any what-ifs to whereas if we, you know, we ended up playing, but if I didn't do all those things and I didn't feel as prepared doing those things, then I would have been like, dang, if I would have done this thing a little bit more, I would have been better at this, you know. I just wanted to just be comfortable and confident whenever it was time to play. And I know, obviously, you're learning from a guy like Mel Fon, who plays the same position as you, but he's a completely different body type, right? right. Like completely different. You're, you're a different football player than he is. Are there some other players, could be growing up, could be, you know, in the past, it could be now that maybe you model your game after a little bit, emulate to a degree? Oh, yeah. I watch, I watch, I just try to watch only guys who are similar to my, you know, my build because, you know, it only does so much to watch like Randy who's 6'3". But um, I'm really, I'm a really big fan of Jair Alexander, Denzel Ward, Jeff Gladney, and uh, Jeff Okuda from this past year's draft class. I watched those four four guys highlights before I went to bed for every game, every for every single game. You know, I like I like the Jair thing, man. I might use that as a comp for you later later. Yeah, on. both from, uh, both from the same city, both from Charlotte. Oh, I love it, man. I love it, and obviously Jair is you know, catapulted into one of the best corners in the NFL. I mean, besides for Ramsey, he might be the best. Yeah, he might. Yeah, yeah. The debate for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to argue with Ramsey right now with what he was able right. to do in the playoffs, especially. <laughs> like, it's just insane for a guy to be that big and that athletic. But it's uh, obviously a lot of fun to watch. I love that. I love the Alexander uh, mention there. I think that's a really good one for you. And And now that we're moving forward here, Garrett, I know it's going to be a little different next year, right, with – all those guys that I keep mentioning are gone now. You're only a Richard sophomore, but you're going to be kind of the old man in the room to a degree <laughs> with the most experience. Um, how, how ready are you to take that mantle as the unquestioned best player and leader of that secondary and defense? Um, yeah, I feel I feel more than prepared. You know, I, I haven't stopped working from the time we ended. You know, I took a week off and I went right back to working out right back to watching film, you know, just the little things doing each and every day. So that way I can keep everybody in check, you know, and help everybody, whether it's not just the corners in my room, but if a safety asks me a question, I can tell the safety what they need to do as well. And, you know, we got a really talented secondary. And so I'm really excited for all of us to be on the field 
for another year because, you know, we were all out there super young. So having this, you know, having a spring ball to prepare, having fall camp, I think next season we're going to really all be on the same page and be ready to go. And I know people know, like, they know Taj Harris. They know Michael Jones, who's a really talented linebacker for you guys as well. Like you were last year, a first-year starter where it kind of burst onto the scene. It doesn't have to be just a defensive back. It could be just on the team in general. Are there a couple guys that maybe you want to throw out names that could be the breakout stars that maybe people don't know about right now? Yeah, for sure. Um, I just I think off the top of my head in the secondary, uh, Jahad Carter, mm-hmm. the safety. He was also a freshman All-American, you know, really talented dude. Um, Sean Tucker, our running back, I think – yeah, really good player. And I think I think our opposite corner, uh, Adrian Cole, is going to be very good as well. You know, he's bad on injuries, but now that he's healthy, he's really – when he's healthy, he's, you know, really, really good. So I'm really excited to see uh, how everything works out this year. We have, a, you know, we have a lot more guys who are really talented, but I think when we have the season we had, not everybody is going to see – you know, they're not going to see everybody as much as you want to. But I think next season everybody's going to have a good feel for what we have on the team now. Absolutely. And kind of like you said, I, I know maybe the win-loss record obviously wasn't where you wanted it. You obviously had a lot of great individual accolades. Now moving to 2021, which should be a more normal offseason, hopefully, for everyone. What are some goals that you have, both individually, team-wise, as a defensive unit? Like, what, what would make that a successful year for you next year? Uh, winning the ball game. And everybody on the team, we believe that's more than possible. Uh, you know, we all we all know how much how much of a talent we have on our team and the potential that we have, especially with how young we were last year. Yep. And um, I think we have great leadership from the older guys who are still there to even just, you know, some of the young guys coming up. And another guy I forgot to mention, uh, Luke Benson, our tight end, honestly, fastest tight end in the country, probably. 10-5 guy to high school, all that. Wow. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think we just have leaders at all the right positions. And I just think we're going to – Win the games we need to win, get us a position to go bowling, win our bowl game. And then for me personally, you know, I feel like stats will take care of itself. You know, I, you know, I feel like I prepare myself and I'm ready to play, but making sure the defense as a whole, we get off the field more on third down, uh, we create even more turnovers than we did this past season, and really just as a defense, be more consistent. And I feel like if we do that, then we're going to be in a really good position to really uh, turn around from what happened this past season. I love it. And kind of the last question I have for you, Garrett, I know, I don't know if it's going to be in 2022, 2023. Like, I don't know when you're going to be a part of a draft class, obviously, with you only being a retro sophomore coming up. But obviously, I think that you have all the talent in the world to accomplish that. So real briefly, just kind of looking forward, what type of blessing would it be when that dream ultimately does happen? And how long has that been a dream in general? Uh, it's been a dream since, you know, since I started playing football. Um, cause you know, when you grow up, every, I feel like every kid that really inspires to play football watches the draft. You know, they see the guys crying when they get picked. They see how happy their families are. And for me, I just feel like it'd be uh, such a great blessing, a great opportunity just because, you know, you work so hard, you know, you work so hard for the things you want. And so knowing how much I put into the game and how much I'm going to keep putting into it, I just know reaching that end goal would be really special for me and my Absolutely. family. Yep, absolutely. And a guy to look forward to the next couple of draft cycles, potentially for everybody listening out there. Again, Mr. Garrett Williams, All-American, All-ACC defensive back out of Syracuse. Garrett, appreciate you, man. Just taking a little bit of time here. This was awesome. Just getting a little background into you and uh, wish you the best of luck heading towards the 2021 season. All right, thank you.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.